This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Awkward. You do awkward. Well. W-A-W-K. Awkward radio. <laughs> All right, welcome, Johnny and the Beach. It is uh, snowing to beat the band outside right now. It's not that bad. It's beating the band. Why are we beating people? And by beating the band, I mean we're going to take Trapped Out Back and beat them with Carrie Car- <laughs> Lake. I'm going to beat Chris Brown to death with Carrie Lake. How does that sound? I'm going to use her Vaseline head as a ramming bull. Oh, my Lord have mercy. Uh, yeah, it is snowing out. Oh, uh, anger today. On our way to three solid inches. Let me have a look at the, their damn radar, see if there's any Russians running around here. Russian in the area will pop up. A red flag pops up. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. How about that? Damn. There's no escaping winter hell you hate snow you're having a terrible day whoa it is uh that's impressive we're <laughs> the only storm in the country right over our head <laughs> does god not like us of course he does we're gonna go skiing hey give me snow over three inches of rain any day of the week huh huh no no so uh Frozen water tanks. I'm ready for a good time. So uh, prepare two inches uh, throughout the day and then another inch through the night, I guess. Prepare to meet your doom. Into tomorrow. I, I didn't even, I look for my ice scraper. No idea. I own, I own about six of them. I, you think I can find one? Am I right? Yeah. No, no idea. Uh, oh, ice scraper goblin took all my. I have to go through my garage. I, I bet you I put it in the garage. Oh, it might be in my safety box. Why is the word Bozeman written on the board? Why the hell do you think? Is he coming in? Yeah. Make it 9 o'clock. <laughs> he's not coming in here at 730. He's coming in at 8. No, he's coming in at 9. No, he's coming in at no, 8. No, I've got stuff to do. He's not coming in at you 8. You ain't got nothing to do. I've got a ton of crap to do. You ain't got nothing to he's do. He's 9 o'clock. God forbid we have funny material on the show. He can have 9 o'clock. He can have the hour. I got stuff. I got all kinds of stuff. No, you don't. He can come in at 9. We have a concert announcement and other things to do. All right. It's a quickie. I got a ton of crap to do, and I'm not kidding. I was not cleared on that. I know you weren't. Right. He gets 10 minutes. Fine. Hey. I don't know why you hate him so much. Is I it love he's him. Black? I love him, and it's not because he's black. He's my I, he's the black friend I bring up when people say <laughs> I, don't, I don't like black people. Like I got, I got one right here. Pretty sure because he's black. Pretty sure that's why. <laughs> uh, what else happening here? We'll get him some locals. Well, assault trucks are ready. Madison Street Division, high alert. So they're going to be keeping things clean. Uh, what else going on here? Oh, Madison Police uh, investigating after a woman's car rear-ended and then stolen. Oh, they've been doing. They yeah, that's a trick that's uh, they do. brazen. Yeah, they'll rear-end you, and then there's an, and then, usually another car in on it. And then a guy jumps out of a tree or something? Or they, 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 or he jumps out of a ditch or something? What? Ditches. Uh, Madison Police investigating. A woman's car was stolen after she was rear-ended. Two-man job when you rear-end somebody. Two-man job. Yeah, you can't just rear-end out of nowhere. Police said the woman was hit from behind at Schrader Road in Whitney Way. What? It's our backyard over here. Yeah. That's right down the road. Schrader Road in Whitney. So. At 2 p.m. They rear end. And when the victim gets out to inspect the damage, one of the suspects runs into the victim's vehicle and drives away. So. So guy two jumps out of the car that rear ended. Yeah. Is he hiding? No, he doesn't have to hide. All right. So he just jumps out. He's just. They pick the fastest guy. He's, he's smoking a pipe. And he says, my goodness. 
Listen, I'm going to tell you something right I'm now. I'm not a violent person at all. I'm just smoking a pipe. I'm a, the, sea, I'm a sea captain. People, besides carjacking, people are nuts. I would not get out of my vehicle until oh, there were cops there. Uh, so the woman was hit from behind at the intersection of Schroeder, Schroeder and Whitney Way after 2 p.m. middle of the day. She gets out of her car to assess the damage. One of the people in the car that hit her got out, jumped in her car, probably pushed her to the ground. The woman uninjured, both the suspect in her car and the suspect in the car that rear-ended fled the scene, have not been caught. Didn't say what kind of car it was. Actively searching for assholes and vehicles. That's the old A and V. I got an A and V, an asshole and vehicle on code five. Does anybody want to give me the best defense against this? Uh, Stay in your car until the cops get there. Your first instinct is going to be to get out of the car. Right. Because, A, you're mad, or or you don't want the other person to run off, uh, hit and run, so you want to get their information. Somebody want to give me uh, a better move? Stay in your car. Stay in your car. Load your shotgun. And then you blow their head clean off. Middle of the day. Where is the car? Where is her car? They took it. Where is it? It's probably in Chicago by now. <laughs> Are they sightseeing? I think they take it to like chop shops. Holy cow. Don't they? Two, two o'clock and you're uh, driving down the interstate. You take back roads to Chicago? You're saying it's a very no. You don't give an ass. No, I, I know you don't give it up, but it's kind of high profile. Haven't you ever middle of the day? You can see what the suspect looked like. I, you've never been caught on the interstate in the middle of one of those packs of like seven cars going down to Chicago. Yeah, none of them have plates, and they're all going super duper fast. I, I was, and I had a ski mask on because I was in a stolen car. It's scary. Yeah, it is scary, dude. That blows my mind. 2 p.m. middle of the day. And by the way, that intersection is one of the busier intersections in town. Uh, up here? Yeah. Sure. sure. Hey, what right, happened right, to the Michaels? Right here at Vitensco. Do you know what happened to the Michaels? They close? They close in the winter, don't they? I don't know. Well, there's like fences up in the park. Oh, they're probably putting up some residential. Oh. I bet it got bought. Avery was wondering, and then he goes, it doesn't matter because it costs $7 for a thing of custard from there anyway. <laughs> It's not happy with their price. I've been in there in a long time. Michaels. I haven't been to a Michaels in a while. It's been over a decade for me. Yeah. I. I why? I Culver's. Don't I, I, Culver's. Boom. There you go. Sharp. Good answer. You get a donut. No. No. Two o'clock at one of the busiest intersections in town. You rear end a lady. You pull over. And asshole B jumps in her car. That's, a lady. That's a set of balls. You ain't going to do that to a full grown no, man. No, 100%. Right. Exactly. 100%. Big guy gets out of the car. So your mom is real proud of you. Crap, that boy had nice, shiny, long hair. I thought it was a woman. Yeah, look out. No, it turns out it was Dave Mustaine with long, shiny hair. You never know. You rear end. My buddy Fritz looks like a chick from the back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've grabbed his ass. I'm like. Hey, baby, you want to be Mrs. Danger? He's had somebody road rage at him thinking he's a chick, and then he gets out, and he's yeah. like, what now? Bring it on. Badass-looking mountain man coming at you. That is unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, were they were they counting on chaos because it's such a busy... So 2 o'clock. All right, 2 o'clock mm-hmm. at this intersection is not prime time, drive time. Five o'clock busy. Right. But it's enough to have some cars going by that I guess y- y- you would look like you're uh, you're not sticking out. There's enough traffic you're not sticking out. Well, I I don't even think they're thinking about that. I right. think it's because people are just like shocked at what's happening. And by the time she reacts, calls 911. Right. By the time your brain is like, hey, get a look at the dude. It's too late. He's gone. Right. And, you're, and, and they could be screaming at you. You panic. Right. Plus, there's vehicles flying by. You're probably worried about getting runned over. Are you N N D? Runned over. You are R U N N O F F.
OFT. Round off. I got some hairnet in the Van Bura. <laughs> uh, that the uh, woman left because she, uh, for she R U N N O F T. I love that movie. Uh, I got to do for me and mine. We got this depression on. Uh, okay. Hello. Hey, Johnny. Regardless of the carjacking, if you ever get into a car accident, make sure you pee and poop yourself so when you sue their insurance company, you get more money. Ah, that's a good tip. You're assuming he doesn't already have a pants full. Yeah, I was just about to say, he's already got that covered. I'm in, uh, I'm in the diaper, uh, what would I call diaper it? Diaper phase of your life. <laughs> diaper phase, <laughs> yes. It's not a bad idea. I should get used to it. I think. I wear a slim diaper so you can't see my diaper lines. Ooh. Hello. Three range driving. That's impressive. Two o'clock. I really would like to know what kind of car it is. And uh where are they where are they sitting? They're sitting at the uh title, Dane County title, just waiting for the right car to come by. Yeah, it's gotta be a woman. It's got to be in the kind of the right lane, you know. It's it, or, I don't know where she pulled off. I don't know if they were on the on ramp. Well, then, yeah, I mean, you got to make sure you can't be sitting at the stoplight, right? So it's got to be the first car at the stoplight. So there, I mean, it's a crime of opportunity for sure. Yeah, but they're doing it, yeah, at stop signs and stop. This is nothing new. This has been going on in carjacking. Let's go out about the carjacking history. Uh, this has been going on for a while. It's. I I just I really hate people that can't work for their own crap. It really drives me nuts. Yeah, it does make it sound, feel like a like a stolen car ring. Right. Right. Because then this is not this is not amateur hour. I don't think. No. But I like I don't know what they do with the vehicles once they because st- it's not like the teenagers joyriding and ditching the vehicle right. in the movie theater parking lot with the baby. Oh. Uh, not the baby. I feel. <laughs> not the baby. I feel like this is like they're going in, but then if it goes to a chop shop, what do they do? How do they make I, money? Yeah, yeah, right. I can't Google how does a chop shop make money. The FBI is coming after me. Rims. Hi. Don't mind if All I do. All you need is a good guy or a good gal with a good gun. <laughs> Dude. But they tell you not to draw your I weapon mean, over property. I mean, if you if you shoot and miss and hit uh, Grandma in the Buick, uh, right? Three cars down, you're going to jail. That's the problem with well, that. Well, and if you draw your weapon and would, shoot, you're that's yeah, a yeah. lawsuit. Yeah, dude. you're in trouble. I would imagine uh, the police are just going to say, just get out of the way and let them do it, so you don't get hurt. Right. Is that the? That's what they teach you at the concealed carry class. Let it go. You need to have your car's you, worth you, what? You you need hands on your throat before you pull a gun out. Oh, for sure. I mean, you've got to have. And yeah. the, like the way they put it in the concealed class was, your car's worth what? Even if your car is higher end, ninety thousand dollars, you're going to be spending more money on legal fees if you draw that weapon and shoot. Right. Now nobody said anything about beating some dude half to death with a tire iron. I mean, you know, Nobody no, said nothing about that. I didn't see any, anything in the manual about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if I just left I tense golf, I got a, I got a seven iron. I could, I, I could, uh, uh, Elon, that dude like Tiger Woods got chucked up on the head. That is fascinating to me. Just the balls. Like, it just That's seems inc- like a lot of work. Yeah, what, no just kidding. Just get a job. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, really? if one thing goes wrong, you're either shot, beat, run over. Right. C- caught. Right. Uh, but I guess they're not be a, that afraid of getting caught either. Right? The profit margin. <sighs> well, it had to be a particular car, don't you think? Because now know. you're Now you're, you're way above just stealing a random car. Right. This is... Like uh, a planned, they probably practice this like a NASCAR pit crew. Probably. I'm bored. Let's go knock some lady down and take her car. I'll rear end her. <laughs> okay. Great. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do today. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe. 
to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 640 Sex Fix. Talk dirty to me, please. Sex Fix brought to you by our equipment in Dodgeville. Looking for a new piece? Our equipment's got your back, dude. All you got to do is go to the letter R, equipment.com. Tanya. Yes. What's that? Yes. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Um, it's not your usual sex question, um, but I want to know whose side you guys would be on. Okay, great. Okay. So I was married for eight years. Um, by the time of the divorce, like 10 years. And my husband gave me, uh, you know, many gifts, much jewelry during those years. And he gave me a family uh, heirloom, a two-carat ring. Damn. And, yeah, it's beautiful. I've always treasured it, kept it well, kept it, you know, kept it cared for. And we are divorced. Now, unfortunately, or whatever, fortunately, but we've been divorced for almost a year, and I have been notified from his family that they request that I return the heirloom ring to them Mm. that has been in their family. However, he gave it to me, so... That's always sticky, isn't it? I've never had... uh experience with that how big did you say two carats yeah yeah and it's, it's platinum not even gold what it's is platinum. the what is that better than gold is platinum yeah. better than gold? how much is the ring uh valued at or whatever estimated or whatever insured insured form it's, I, don't, I don't know it's an antique ring it's i i didn't i didn't put a uh i didn't investigate the value right of it two carats because... like 30 40 grand uh, it's a lot yeah it's a lot that's uh, probably more about the being in the family than the money, I guess. How much time do you have to? Uh, com- what do you got to do? I mean, they, they're really talking about having a you know sticking a lawyer on me and everything. I mean, I may have to lawyer up, but the thing is, is that they gave it to him. It, it was his family heirloom. They gave it to him. He gave it to his wife, me. So now it's in my family. Sure, they want to pass it down. So they, right. But they passed it down. (laughs) (laughs) How many years were you married? Eight years. Dude, time served. I think time served. Was he a a total douche? It wasn't easy. Time served. (laughs) Yeah. That ring is yours, girl. I'm sorry. I I don't know how that works. I guess it's an honor or or a moral situation. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like a loyalty, but at, at the same time, like you said, well, you it's an heirloom. They would give it, give it, pass it down, and they did pass it down. Right, so, right. You know, they should have passed it down to the other brother. Well, they shouldn't have passed it down. They should, sure, they shouldn't have. Uh, they must have really liked you, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's why I'm really surprised that they're coming after me regarding it well look uh they get it back he's just gonna give it to some other chick right so uh when you think about it he's kind of gambling with it too right Right. so that's not cool well yeah he should have done thought about that before he gave it to you if he was gonna be Uh, dude totally you You should have to have signed and now it's your family heirloom how does that Mm -hmm. work that is weird Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah that's weird to do that uh how long was it in the family? Do you know? You know, I mean, I guess for generations. Like, I think it was his grandmother's ring, mm-hmm. um, and then his mom, and then his, and again, now mine. And uh, are you going to wear it? With it, are you going? I, I always wore it on special occasions. Yeah, wear it on holidays. a different finger. You could get it re. Sized and wear it on a different yeah. finger, you know, for costume. I mean, costume. it's not my wedding ring. Uh, it's it's <sighs> it's a, it's not my wedding ring. It's it's uh, oh it, yeah. Oh, that well, that's totally yeah. different. I thought it was your wedding ring. If it's if it's just jewelry, jewelry, that makes it even easier to keep, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, keep the sucking thing. 
Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hey, we call that an asshole tax. <laughs> <laughs> the asshole tax. Nice. Exactly. That means I've been taxed three times. Yes, you have, sir. Yes, you have. Well, I didn't even see a crap. It was a trap. The trap the whole time. And the, every time the ring just kept getting bigger. I don't. I, I, I don't know how. It's so true. Oh no. Uh, jewelry. Let's look at this uh, logically here. Jewelry given is not loner jewelry. No. It's a gift of love. If you've got an heirloom that should be in a safe deposit box somewhere because it's worth God knows what, what are you doing with it out in the public? Right. Yeah. That's the family's problem. You ain't doing nothing wrong. No. No. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. Thank you guys for taking my question again. I know it wasn't, you know, a salacious section. Yeah, it, but I really, really needed your advice. I, I was really up in the air. Like, I don't know what's going most on. Most questions uh, yeah. were used to just stuff that goes in and out of the butt. Or sh- stuff, shouldn't go into the butt. So this was uh, definitely a curveball. <laughs> yeah. We had to actually act, we actually had to act like adults here for a Normal second. Normal people. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Did they kind of good? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even recognize my own voice. This is very strange. These noises coming out of my mouth. I, I know. The words were normal. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, how do we know he was a D-bag? We're just going off of her. Well, it's true. Her, her, her statement, you know. It's, it's true. It doesn't it's even matter. Heirloom, he was expecting but, you to be in the family. But it's true. But, I, I mean. Uh, if you're not going to be in the family, you might as well give it back. Well, I mean, 50-50. I mean, you know, 50-50, if, if it ain't working out, you're both doing something wrong. So you could both take blame. But Especially you, if it's not the who, wedding ring. I mean, what emotional attachment does she have to it? It's, it's, it's a, only but money. It, it was a gift. You don't get to get gifts back. After eight years? It seems weird. Yeah. I think a family heirloom is, is different. It's it's something that's expected to stay in the family. You're giving it to stay in the family. If you're not going to stay in the family, give it back. So she sees uh, it. She sees it. Oh, it's like a retainer. <laughs> as long as you love our if son. You want it to keep, if you want to keep it in the family, like then you gotta, you got to give it to. It's like wearing a badge or something like that. You're in the family. This is You're in our family. No, this but then if that's the case, then they need to give it to a niece or or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, or I a agree cousin. with that. It should have went yeah. to a daughter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. They, they, they they, by giving it to a son. Right. But right. still, it's a family heirloom. It's it's supposed to stay in the family. If you're not in the family, why do you want to keep it other than money? Well, he was dumb and again, to how give do we it know up. He was the d bag. Well, we don't have his side of the story. It's only her. Side anybody of the story. asking for a gift back, I feel like is douchey. It's not just a gift. It's a family heirloom. It's well, different. But he treated it if like it just a gift. Else, if it was anything else, I, if he just went out and bought the ring, I'd say keep it. Well, shouldn't but you? If it came from see, way I, back in the family. I mean, I, come I, on. I think you should tell somebody that and go, hey, in case this doesn't work out, uh, my mom's going to be pissed. Right. She's going to want the ring back. Right. My great grandma <laughs> held it in her butthole for all of the more. That ring should not be. That ring should not be out in the open. We all agree with that. I mean, it's he like messed a up or anything like that. Why right. would what what real emotional attachment do you have? Well, they, uh, well I, have I would say that emotional attachment I would say, to it's worth more to them. I would say that more coming from his side than her side. He messed up, dude. Than, than with emotional attachment. But, uh, dude, you no way. You get to keep that ring. Uh, all right, all right, dude. Thanks. It's keep, a good point. Keep it to what end? I mean, it's a good what, point. What, to what end is she going to sell it? Is she going to just wear it just because? It doesn't matter what she does with it. it because he wants it back. It's hers. Look, it doesn't matter. I mean, what if you she do, do whatever the hell she what, wants to do with it? She can throw it away if what, she wants to. What if you hold that standard to anything? To uh, no, uh, not anything. Just I'm just talking about family heirlooms. There's there's no apples and oranges here. It's just a it's just a family heirloom. But if it was what, that what if important, it was a picture. What if it was a photo album? What if it was right. whatever? But he. I mean, why does it matter? He was the one that made the bad decision on giving that so away. Yeah. They made well, the there's bad no takesy backs together. There's no takesy backs. She made the bad decision to to get with him. It was eight years. If he's such a d bag, she made the bad choice by staying with the guy or getting. Right, with but the guy. him giving that ring to her when it's supposed to be a family heirloom was that, hey, hopefully you stay in our family forever. Wow. Well, 
whatever. That's why you don't give it to a wife or a husband, those things. You give it to somebody that's actually, you shat from your loins or whatever else. It's, but, I mean, he, well, if first you go of all. you into a relationship thinking that they may leave, they're going to leave. If well, you don't say, hey, I'm in this relationship forever and you believe that forever, then, yeah, it's going to fail. Odds are. Odds are the relationship's going to fail. More of it fails. Thinking about love, you're not actually playing. You're not actually being in the relationship. If you're playing odds, you 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 might as well not even be in the damn relationship. I'm just saying, if I had a two hundred thousand dollar ring to give to somebody, I ain't going to give it to someone I'm parking my fingers in. You know, I'm going to be giving it to somebody that's actually related to me. The old stink garage. The old stink garage. How'd you like to? Hey, how'd you look at this? How'd you like to? Understanding is they're staying together forever. How'd you like to be out to dinner and you hand somebody an heirloom and you go, "Oh, baby, I love you." I mean, if this doesn't work out, I need it back. But God, do I love you? How romantic is that? You know, right? That's why you don't. That's why you don't do it. (laughs) Right? Don't give it back. Uh, Weird. All right, all right, man. We we see this from way two different directions. Uh, You should not have given it out. Uh, thanks. I agree with that. All right. All right. All right. So we agree there. But he just thinks that it doesn't do you any good, Tanya. Right. I mean, he doesn't understand that it's a beautiful ring. It's not like I'm wearing it. Yeah. See, see my, he thinks because it wasn't a wedding ring, it's that makes it different. And I'm, I'm totally the opposite. I'm like, because it's, he gave it not as just jewelry. Right. It, right. it doesn't right. count as a give back. So it depends on what side you take. Guarantee he ain't gonna give away any more heirlooms. Did <laughs> so you guys talk about that ring? Yep. So real quick here, <clears throat> unless that thing, unless that ring was specifically called out in the divorce documents, she gets to keep it. Oh, that's true. They are entitled mm-hmm. to half of it. So what she needs to do is she needs to go get it appraised. Yeah. And if they want it back that bad, they can pay for her pay her for half of the ring. She gives them the rings, and, they, and she gets the money. And then they, she gives the ring back. That's an interesting. Uh, I hadn't go. thought about that angle. That's well, true. Because anything you give each other during a marriage, when you get divorced, is considered marital. Uh, are you divorced yet, Tanya? <laughs> I'm on my way to being yes. done right now. He's on his way to what? <laughs> to get divorced. Ah, right now. <laughs> nice, nice. So, the listen. The the universe is speaking to yeah, us right now. I feel like it. That's really funny. All right. Good luck, dude. Are Are you divorced, Tanya? Yes. Oh, so that, the ring never came up at all? No, I, no, exactly. I, I, again, this is more like his family. It's the family. Yeah, it's I, not. You know, it must, it must have been a thing where they were like. Well, they're oh, pissed at him, too. You know, right, right. Yeah, right. They're yeah, trying exactly. to pressure you. They're going to, yeah, they're going to use a pressure right. tactic. But uh, uh, I, uh, uh Man, because it wasn't a wedding ring, I am totally on your side to keep it. But that's up that that's what you gotta live with. I mean, you gotta make that decision. I like that dude saying they should pay you for it. I like that too. I don't mind that. Yeah. I don't wanna be in a litigation. Mm-hmm. You know, divorce right. is enough of a litigation. It's over. It's finally over. Again, I said we were married eight years. It took like two years with the divorce. I don't want to litigate anymore with that family. It doesn't matter to me who the douchebag is when it comes to this stuff. That that's not a mitigating factor to me when it comes to jewelry. It's not a mitigating factor to me as well. It's just the fact that it was he gave it to me on. If there was a special occasion, right. and he gave it to me as well, listen, a gift, listen, here, along what, with some if, other things. Say they get the ring back, they give it to the son, and he gives it to another chick, and that doesn't work right. out. Right. I, I mean, right. you're, you're just going down the line of, of uh, pissing. The right. ring should not be out in the open. It, I, I, if, they, if they wanted it to stay in the family, you know, for the rest of time, I don't, I don't think they should have given it to their jock. Son Thank you. When he was when he was younger, dude, dude it's like so the that he had it when he got married. It's like know? the Mission Impossible knock list. It, sh- it can't get out in the open, dude. Yeah. Agents will be killed. Yikes! Yeah. I know. Took a <laughs> hectic turn. They really did. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna come down to you, I guess. I mean, they're gonna. Yeah. I would uh, if you if you're hell bent on keeping it, keep it. 
you know? It's not like I was. I woke up and was like, oh, no matter what, I'll always keep this heirloom. I wasn't even yeah. thinking of it. Well, they must have liked you. You know what you. I mean? Until they, came, they hit me with it, and I was like, oh, you know, wait a minute. I have to fight. I, I'm tired of fighting with this. Uh, hang on a minute. The phones are Hello? Hey, I agree with that last guy, and I agree with everything you guys are saying. Well, what she do? Keep it. What? What? What do you decide on? What's your decision? My decision is she gets to keep it because if it was really that big of an ordeal, it shouldn't have been given. Yeah, all. that's that's where we're at. That's, I feel like we've got common ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think common ground. Uh, all right. Well, let me let me know how that ends. I, I you got to let me know what's going on with that one. <laughs> I will so get is, back to you guys. This is a good uh, this is a good reference for people to know this. I'm yeah. sure there's some lawyers out there that have a better answer. All right, Ann. And hopefully some ex-wives that I've helped as well. Congra- yes, girl. Congratulations, you're rich. Don't take it to Pawn Stars. Though. <laughs> Don't take it to Rick. He'll give you 10 bucks. I know. <laughs> we thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Oh my God. Uh, let's talk about McNuggets. Yeah. La- <laughs> I don't know what happened You'd be there. All right. <laughs> That's what, it's been happening a lot lately. Just strange. Outburst. Jesus, you're going to scare the people at Quick Trip. I know. Um, all right, so some guy got tired. I need a PC, too, for this. Some guy got tired of waiting for his McNuggets. What kind of sauce do you get with your McNuggets, Paul? I've never ordered a McNugget for myself get in my life. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. you a, Are you like a Nazi or something? What? Jesus. What's wrong with you? Philippe. Nothing. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. You don't really, you don't like nugs of oh, any I, kind? doesn't mean that I don't like them. You know, at Burger King, you can get a large nug for a dollar. Just one giant nug? No, not one giant nug. It's a nug. Don't say nug loaf. I'll get in trouble. Don't say nug loaf. I know. Everybody's waiting for the nug loaf. Saving it for Christmas. No, you can get a uh, the the Burger King nugs for a dollar. So it's like you can't not get them. I mean, are you kidding me? Ridiculous. So you got that giant Whopper, large fry, large Coke. Yeah. And now you're going to throw a nug in on top of it just because it's a dollar. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so anyway, uh, some guy got tired of waiting for his McNuggets, so he just went behind the counter and stole 20 of them. Um, you can hear, I'm going to play a clip. You can hear the manager calling the cops, and the man returns and throws nuggets at the manager. The nuggets he just stole. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There are 20 nuggets. Here you go, I did it myself. I got my 20 nuggets. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm tired of waiting. You got what? To what? You got what? To what? I don't know the address, man. Where'd you go? Twenty dollars. <laughs> nice. What do you got? Twenty dollars. So, 19 now. Say, say he went back behind oh, there yeah, and got his. Did he put the headset on? That would no. look really good. <laughs> I need some nuggets for myself. 20 piece for myself. No, he just went back there and dished himself up. 20 piece to go. Then he threw the headset down like Mike McCarthy at Lambeau Field. Oh, uh, yeah. When he didn't get his. Uh, yeah. when, when he was short a nug, he threw the headset down. Dude. Wow. Um, now, I have not had nugs in a very long time. Mark. So I don't even. I don't even know how angry I would get. Let's give, let's give that guy a gun. That'll help. I'm sure he has a few. I like McNuggets. I do. It's one of my favorites. A uh, little barbecue. Yeah, I'm good. You do the barbecue? I do, every single time. How about you? Who the hell was I talking about? Like, oh, like chicken strips. Did you ever hear Lance's story about the day he discovered barbecue sauce? I don't think so. It changed his life. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he used to only get honey with his nuggets. Oh. And then one day... He was like eight or nine, and he got barbecue sauce, and he tried it, and he was like, and I was instantly mad because I could have been experiencing barbecue sauce my whole life. And I was like, dude, chill out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, now he drinks from the 
bottle daily. Mm-hmm. And now is he a junkie? Has he got 20 different barbecue sauces? No. He gets some KC I don't master- think so. Well, KC, he might. KC Masterpiece. Uh, I know he's got hot sauces. Who uses uh, Sweet Baby Ray's? Where was I? They had Sweet Baby Ray's. Where was I? You were at Whiskey Jack's. I was at Whiskey Jack's. They had Sweet Baby Ray's. He's got, he yeah, because Steve is telling us how Sweet that. Baby Ray's has like a billion different yeah, sauces. Right. Not just what you see in the store. And, uh, yeah, I was surprised to see it. We have it at home, and it's my uh, it's my fave. Good. How about you? I'm happy for you. You barbecue sauce guy? Well, you know, I have... So I have a recipe that I use to make ribs in the winter where you only have to put them on the grill like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you pre-cook them in the oven in a, in a nice t- tight foil pack with a rub on it. You, you let it cool, you chill it for at least 24 hours, but when you take them out of the oven, you open up the foil and, and drain out the juice from inside into mm-hmm. a saucepan. Throw the saucepan in the refrigerator, and then the day you cook the ribs on the grill, you get the saucepan out, the fat rises to the top and hardens, yeah. and so all that's left is the actual broth underneath. Right. You warm up the broth and add your barbecue sauce to it. So then oh my you got God. some broth with mixed with, and I do, I put sweet baby rays in it. Yeah. But you mix that broth with the, with the barbecue yeah, sauce buddy. and you slather it on there when you're cooking it. Right. Hot, so like basically the grill's just like heating them up and getting yeah, the barbecue. Yeah, you use a hot fire to put a little yeah. char on them and, oh, and dude. rub it and turn them off. And, and so for a winter grilling, you know, you don't have to spend the day outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> it's about a 15 minute process and you get some of the that sounds best ribs you ever had. Oh my God! That's Sweet so cool. tip, Paul. Chicken McNuggets. To this brought to you by Sweet Baby Ray's. No, that's it's it's a great way to do ribs in the winter because the time outside on the grill is very short. And mm-hmm. The result is amazing. Paul can cook, dude. Don't even clearly. Fry. Don't even fret. I made a spaghetti po- recipe in his French onion soup. I made a potato last night. <laughs> he did. He was talking about it good. for a while. I put it on a plate. No, it's my secret recipe. I put it on a plate and hit eight minutes and shoved it to microwave. Well, seriously, than four. keep that on the down low. I don't want everybody stealing my secret recipe. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> it's my ninety-nine cent quick trip potato. No, well, yeah, break it down. It's even less than that because ninety-nine five, cents for five pounds. Five pounds of potatoes at Quick Trip for you ninety. Won't shut up about it. Ninety-nine cents, dude. <laughs> he's he, like, it's like the greatest thing for since off the air. He's like, how do you think they did that? <laughs> I'm like, they probably got a deal from the wholesaler. He's like, I don't think so. <laughs> like, yeah, my okay. brain, my brain was wondering. We were off the air. You know, things just randomly fire in my head. <laughs> we know, and I'm like. Dude, how the hell can you sell potatoes for 99 cents? Mm-hmm. I want to know the answer. Right. Got to know the answer. I'll find out. I'll call it Don. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. The world's population officially hits 8 billion people today. Oh, no. That's according to the UN. They do projections based on how much sex you're having with that sexy lady you're with. Mm. No, uh, they do projections based on birth rates and life expectancy. God, that's a lot of people, dude. <sighs> that's too many people. That's why the campgrounds are all full. Dude, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. You can't even get a campsite. Uh, so, anywho, uh, today's the day we cross the 8 billion mark. It'll happen at 11 a.m. our time. Stop having babies. What are, you, what are you doing? Listen to me. We've added another billion people in just over a decade. Did we really? Man, we are humping and dude. pumping, dude. Mm-hmm. Just... Dropping low. How many babies is that a day? Well, for Nick Cannon, it's 35. <laughs> we're at, we were at 7 billion people in 2011. Wow. When they, remember then when the campgrounds weren't full? Uh, it seems like way too many people. But the good news is population growth is slowing down. It should take 15 years before we hit 9 billion people and then another 20 plus years there to hit go. 10 billion. So people are slowing down. I thought the death rate was outpacing... <laughs> The uh, birth rate. Well, well, hadn't that been happening lately? Um, Maybe I thought I saw something somewhere. Well, that's a theory that's out there. I'm not so sure the exact numbers on it. Yeah. Here, I'll get you there. Hold on. Um, some people, including Elon Musk and Nick Cannon, 
uh, don't want population growth to slow down, and they think it could lead to population collapse. It's like true. we don't have enough young people to take care of old people. Yep, that's true. Or to keep the economy churning. Mm-hmm. That's Obvious- less people to make glazers. It is. Coffee break. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm almost out of coffee. All right, we can't do another coffee break because I'm out. All right. Anywho, um, obviously people worried about climate change aren't as excited about the prospect of adding more of us to an already crowded planet. For what it's worth, the U.N. is touting it as an accomplishment of humanity. Current life expectancy is just under 73 years, up from 58. That's fine. Just 50 years ago. Wow. Uh, They think we'll hit 77 by 2050. You know what that means? If you retire at 65, yeah. you might get eight years. That is scary, isn't it? What are we doing with ourselves? Uh, this is so dumb. Anyway, but while eight billion might be a milestone in human development. What are we doing? Follow me around for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a snapshot of what we're doing. Uh, anyway, glazers and martinis with Mike at lunch. <laughs> they say it's a day to consider humanity's shared responsibility for the planet. Yep. Whatever. We ain't bonding about anything, so let it go. Yeah, we need uh, a billion just to grow food for the seven billion or eight. Where are we at? Eight billion. Eight billion. Yeah, and yeah, you're it's right. All... We have an unsustainable system right now. Right. But well, we ain't going to worry about that until it's too late. So I'd say coffee break, but I'm out. Yeah, we're all hurtling towards a, I don't know what, we're, I was going to say something dramatic there, and then I, my brain quit working. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> don't want to cause mass panic. <laughs> <laughs> the Glazer guy said we're all going to die. This is how I want to go. Right here. The glazer in my mouth. Well, all right. Uh, Eight billion people. Yeah. And I still only want to hang out with like four of them. Isn't that something? Well, and then I start thinking about how many people can't get food, can't get a decent... It just... I don't know. Water. If you think about it, you know, right, right, the basics. I mean, you know, you, it's depressing when you think about it because there's just too much. You know, po- politics, too many people, where you live, uh, uh, upbringing. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's kind of depressing when you think about it. Yeah. Super but then, depressing. But, but then you're like, what can be done? There's too many people. Don't get me started. Too many people letting other people... Wither. Yeah, it's kind of a weird. We're we're our own worst enemy. We're we're pretty humans are terrible. It's like the it's alien terrible. said in contact. He goes, You're so you people are so capable of beautiful dreams and such bad nightmares. That's that alien talking right there. Well yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. And there's enough food to feed everybody. Right. When you look at the amount of waste we have I look at the it's pretty clear. food. I, I don't know why it hit me as much on when I, we took our cruise to Alaska. I was at all that food that got wasted. Man, oh, man. That was depressing. When I went into the Publix in Orlando, which is the only time I left the hotel, uh, they have so much prepackaged stuff there yeah, yeah. that that's all I could think about, too. I was like, what? why? You know, you have that fruit washed and peeled. Yeah. And sliced in a plastic freaking container, mm-hmm. it's not going to last as long as if you just kept it in nature's container. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to throw all this stuff out. And there's how many people that are hungry just in this vicinity? In this city. Yeah. Right. I know. Forget about third world countries. I Th- hate think it. about right here in your backyard. Or then, you know, and like. If, I feel if, guilty actually eating a glazer and saying that, but still. You're fine. Or like how you can. They, the expired stuff. Like, I'm sorry, but you can eat yogurt like two weeks past the expiration date. Cheese has mold on it. You can cut it off. Whatever. There's just like waste, waste, waste everywhere. It's just, it's nauseating. And Vegas was another place. Ugh. Yeah. Where it was just like, I had to stop and sit in my room for a while and be like, it's out of your sphere of influence. They had weed. I did have weed. 
Had that going for him. That helped a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wish. <laughs> and, and the other side of that, too, is when you try to help or you think you're helping, you don't know if you're helping. Right. Odds are you're probably not. I know. Because you, you, you just, I, I don't even have faith in the system anymore. You don't even know where it goes. No. All if the other, other people I, are involved, I, I have zero faith in it. I love those <laughs> charities that have 80% overhead. Right. Because they got to throw a party for themselves. But fly around in jets and, yeah, it's uh, gross. Yeah, it's awful. But we could do better. Oh, there's room for improvement. That is for sure. Eight billion. Ouch. Yeah. And they're all at Disneyland in Orlando right now. Hi, how's it going? If you see your local DJ stumbling around in the middle of the night, help that guy out. (laughs) Dude. Get him home safely. That's a new charity program. Is that a... Hey, I put a slow rollout reverse retirement plan. Like, don't wait. Till the last eight years, just spend it all slowly. Well, yeah, there's a there's some logic there. I there's listen, me and Quick Trip at two thirty in the morning. There's a demon in me, buddy. And when I gotta have, (laughs) well, I gotta have pothole. I gotta have pothole. My favorite part was your wife was like, "We had pizza in the freezer." (laughs) You had you had me at glaze. All right, man. You had me at glaze. All right, thanks, Nate. Nate. Yo. Oh, and you went to Burger King counting nuggets with seagulls. One for you, one for me. I love feeding seagulls. I feel like I'm, well, I'm probably hurting them more than I'm. They just look at me with those little seagull eyes, and they're like, dude, nug. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J-J-O. A woman was caught at airport security with her boyfriend's ashes concealed in a sex toy. Mm. Sarah Button told of her unusual experience on the TikTok machine, where the videos racked up billions and billions and billions of views. Uh, see, when you say TikTok, it, all credibility goes right out the window. Okay. Uh, um, well, you're the one who wanted me to do this story. Yeah, I saw the headline, so let's see if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Let me feel it out. The sex toy was a butt plug from the 23-year... Can I say that? Oops. From the 23-year-old's late boyfriend. Uh, The law student claims to have worn it while going through security in the United Arab Emirates. Maybe they were kinky and he put it in his will. I want you to stick my ash in your butt. Probably. Um, The staff at United Arab Emirates had issues with her B-plug. Um, I explained what it was, but there was a lady worker in earshot of that conversation, which led to some back and forth between us, and the male officials did not like the vulgarity I was using to explain. They took me and my friend aside without much explanation. She claimed airport security, then took the group's passports and phones, and she was forced to call her dad to ring the Australian embassy for help. Mm. An hour later, a big official came and had us sign a super long foreign document and said if we went outside of the airport doors, we'd go to jail. It was a long day with a B-plug in, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Moral of the story is I was very ignorant of what I had in my bag and the words I used, their values, and I didn't realize explaining a plug would, like, violate a person that asked about it. You should know because you're vacationing there. The intention was initially a joke because he'd spend so much time in there. Oh, in her butt. And it was his favorite place. (laughs) So, did I miss it? Was the plug in her when she was going through? Yeah. Yeah, it was in her butt. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, no. Yeah, right here. Well, how do you do that if you go through it with a metal plug in your butt and then the, and then the, Sensor goes off. The metal detector goes off. Um, which the law student claims to have worn while going through security. Okay. Worn. That means inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, it is kind of, it's, it says forever on it. That's adorable. Her boyfriend brought the item as a gift, a joke gift, before he died. We lost touch for a little while, and during that time he passed, and unbeknownst to me, he was 
passed, he knew he was passing and had it in a box, and I received it at his funeral. How'd you like that? Read at the will with all the relatives into my lovely girlfriend. I'd bequeath a butt plug. Honestly, it is the funniest thing he's ever done. I'll spend my whole life laughing about it, which really beats crying. It's more like delivering a punchline he set up from the grave, which is so dark but so funny. I think it's funny your butt was his favorite place to be. I also like that I can take him with me to places we only ever dreamed of going. She said she's taken her partner's ashes on big adventures since. My life has changed a lot, and I wish he was there to see it, but I'm glad I get to take him with me to places like the Great Barrier Reef and concerts of bands he loved. We're going to see Bring Me the Horizon in December. Oh, bonus uh, style points there. To... Um, the romantic gesture has certainly caused a stir online, causing many users to make comments about uh, how she preserves the memory. Um, I'm carrying your love with me. Okay. That's a, that's a butt block. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, find yourself a lady that'll... Carry you around in her butt when you're dead. Ashes to ashes and... and uh, butts to butts. Coffee break. <laughs> I suppose. Well, how's your B-plug doing, bud? Now, if I was airport security and then uh, that flashed up on the x-ray. You know, you got the wand, then you got to pull them aside and wand it. And then all wand of a sudden... Wand metal. You, huh? Yeah. And then you uh, isolate the butt area. It was the, the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. So that's a problem. That's a huge problem. But then again, I would hope that when I die, to honor me, you shove something up your butt. I can count on you, can't I? I'd like to take this glazer. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yes. Sure. I, uh, yeah. Sure. And on, you know what? I'll do it right at the funeral, bud. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, like I'm going to care. Exactly. I'm cool. Um, all right. Well, I, that's about enough of that. I, I don't think I need to talk about that lady's b-hole anymore. Good. That's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and quality chocolates. <laughs> What a follow-up. That's wrong. I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm white-headed. <laughs> Let me do my job over here. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO.